Today on Traveling with the Mouse, we have a special scary edition because this is Halloween. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 380 of Traveling with the Mouse. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. We have a special Halloween episode. This may be the extent of it, but it is Halloween. So I am joined today by our very special ghost hosts. First, we have John. Tonight's episode is unique and calls for a different kind of introduction. It does. And that was different. This is you may recognize as some portion of my house. Okay. Yeah, we actually are tinkering with video, so we'll see if that works. So you may see this. You may not. It's possible. We also have Jason. We practice yield management so that we have pricing be a reflection of how many people we can actually let in and still guarantee that great experience. For some of our fans, that's heresy. But I think it's not only good business practice in terms of maximizing shareholder value, but more importantly, it protects the guest experience so that when you get in the park, you can have confidence it's not going to be overcrowded. Now, that was a scary quote from a scary man. I just got chills. I figured John always has a good quote, and you said Halloween, so I figured, why not get a good Disney Halloween quote? This is is what they're replacing the Haunted Mansion with, just quotes like this. Yeah, scary. Your cadaverous power betrays an aura of foreboding. (laughs) Yeah. So that could be our first news story, because... Bob Chapek was quoted, and that's what Jason was referring to about the reservation system. So he's tripling down on it. He's really all about it. What do we think? Well, as he said, park passes guarantee a great experience for all guests. Yeah. Except for the ones that couldn't get a park pass. (laughs) Right. Right. But like in the old days, you know, parks might close for capacity, like on Christmas Day. Yeah. That family from Seattle comes yeah. in and two to three day visit, they get turned away at the gate. It's just yeah, that, not a great experience for them. Just that happened all the time before. Do you yeah. know what gets me is him actually trying to sell this right. on, and not only that, thinking that the, the loyal fans and the Disney fans won't know yeah, are, exactly are how this. many days a year they actually had to close for capacity. Right, because so. it was so hard pre-pandemic to get into any of the parks. I mean, right. I had a hard time. And I don't know about you, but I can tell from that this is obviously working just on the wait times alone. I mean, they are so low. Yeah, right. I am yeah, just overcrowded. I would be thrilled if I was there. Especially like Hollywood Studios, it's never crowded there. They are so low that I don't even have to buy my way into line. I was thinking this Halloween... Actually, I saw someone post on Twitter a funny quote. It was a guy in a Bob Chapek costume. All he did was put a bald cap on, and that's it. And he's like really leaning into the costume, cheaping out, cheaping out, cheapening out on all the details and just doing the bare minimum. <laughs> Anyways, but uh, for this Halloween, I was thinking rather than just giving the candy away to the kids, what I was thinking is that you know every 15 minutes throughout the night, I was just going to raise the prices. Yeah, I was thinking of getting a virtual queuing system up and running. 
mm-hmm. uh, where you can make reservations. And uh, I was going to charge for that. And I think it should be variable pricing too. Yeah. It's like, now you can take like the it. free candy over here, but if you want the good stuff, it's going to cost you. You're going to have to download an app and then you're going to have to <laughs> buy so, yeah. the whole night. You have to right. have a flat rate for the whole night. And then there's this other bowl with the really good stuff that you have to buy individually. <laughs> yeah. What's the free candy? Uh, Tootsie Rolls, Rolos. Uh, the, what the are the Smarties? Smarties or whatever they're called. I actually like Smarties. I still think they. I still think they make it on the free candy list. What's the uh, chocolate covered raisins? <laughs> what is this like? The health food is going to go with? Is that the free stuff? Tootsie Pops. Yeah, like the those fruits are the over here for free. Hershey's Kisses. Those are your free candies. But if you want, you know, the Sour Patch Kids. The what about what about the Werther's stickers. originals? How do you get those? Yeah, <laughs> I think those can probably be free. Those are the free ones. Those are choking hazards, depending on the age. <laughs> I don't know. Then you get like a king size candy bar, and this is your individual Lightning Lane. You kind of pay fifteen dollars for this candy bar. It's <laughs> like a reasonable price to me. I think so. <laughs> Fifteen to twenty-two, but, depending on right. The, like on a Saturday, I would pay more. Right. How many Halloweens are you having? <laughs> At least three or four. I mean, seriously, because it's on a Monday, we have a Halloween thing on Friday at our kids' school. Saturday, there's a big thing. Sunday, there's something as well. And Monday. So they can wear their costumes for four straight days. What are you going as, Adam? I'm going to actually go as Indiana Jones. I have my Sankara stone here. Oh, have the hat. That's actually the one from Hollywood Studios. It's over here off screen, but give me the whip. Yeah, but I don't have the idol. I don't uh, have the Holy Grail or the the headpiece of the staff of Ra. Ooh, I'm sorry, somebody Complain. was supposed to get. <laughs> somebody was supposed to get it for me, but oh my goodness, I know. Seriously, it's all your fault. It no, is. but I have this, so I'm gonna go as the Temple of Doom indie, basically. Which I thought of, like which point, hmm. like which part? I know, I'm like which scene. Do I have a shirt that I can tear up and then put like? <laughs> but it might be cold. Make so it really sweaty. Wanna... Yeah, make it like and have like bloody uh, whip marks on my back. I don't know. It'd be kind of weird. I don't. Okay. Temple of Doom is a is a scary movie. And you're gonna have to have a moment where you have to try to reach for your gun, and then you're like, right. it's not there. Oh. Where was his gun anyway? I don't know. <laughs> just like it just disappeared. He lost it somewhere, didn't he? He had it early on. I forgot, I forgot didn't where it was. It was he had no bullets in the beginning when he was on the plane, right? Or something. No more bullets. No, he was. That was Last Crusade. I'm thinking of where he didn't have bullets, right? I don't know. Where's the clip? There's a scene where he's like, "There's no bullets." Anyway, I think that was Last Crusade. Anyway, I have to go back and watch it again now to see where he lost his gun. So what's? Yeah, I mean rewatching. Temple of Doom, though that's a it's a really dark movie. Yeah, so everything in it was totally one hundred percent believable, right? And the fact that um, that movie is the reason why we have a PG thirteen rating now. It's not Remember. the reason, is it? Yeah, it was that movie. Are you serious? Yeah, uh, look that up. Google it. That's it, it was because, yeah, but, of, it, but it wasn't rated PG thirteen, was it? It was no, not rated. That they were like, okay, this movie, we got to create a new rating for this because. It's not exactly R, but it's not exactly PG. Yeah, and they're like, 
no, we can't let kids watch this. Yeah, because I seem to remember seeing like the back of the video, like at the at the video stores, and it had NR, like not rated. Oh, really? If I'm not mistaken, mm. I'm almost positive that was the one. NC seventeen. <laughs> yeah, for right. I mean, it's you could you could get there if you add a few more scenes. I don't know how we got onto the. Oh, you, somebody asked me who I was going to go as. I was like, how did, we were talking about Chapek. How did we get on Indy? Because Jason was going to go as Bob Chapek. Oh wait, no, it wasn't. He he didn't say he was going to. I just I was I was going to run my Halloween candy dispensary. Uh, yeah, are, that. are you guys dressing up by the way? For Not really. No, I'm going to be kind of lame. Well, I I uh, we have a day. We're going to dress up at work, but they had a theme that got voted on basically. So everybody there is doing seventies. Oh, is there a specific? Well, thing I was you're trying going to think for? about which part of the seventies had a lot of aspects to it. Everybody thinks disco, but it had a lot of aspects to it. So I'm going earlier seventies, so I'm going hippie. So okay, yeah, I'd like to. It see was that. also an easy costume to put together because you can still buy hippie stuff. So easy, yeah. What goes around comes around. <laughs> I had to buy a leather jacket just to be Indiana Jones. So. But I have a couple of costumes that I can whip out if needed. I have a Jedi. And I have a Jack Sparrow. You have a Jedi robe? Mm-hmm. Did you buy that at Disney? Mm-mm. Oh. I actually got mine off Amazon. I was just... Oh, okay. Mine is, mine is, not, a genu- no, mine is not a genuine. So it looks good, though. You didn't pay like 200 bucks for it, then? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> like at actually, Disney? What was funny is when I wore it, I actually had somebody say, uh, ask me if I was Friar Tuck. I'm like, no, I'm a Jedi. Friar Tuck? Yes, I don't know. Well, I guess it's like it doesn't like a monk's outfit, really. I could still be a Disney reference. Yeah, mine was more or less. I looked more along the lines of Obi Wan, the way mine looked. So, yeah. Speaking of lightsabers, of course, the prices prices went up at Doc Ondar's as well, which I knew was happening. I mean, it's not just the saber that's going up. Yeah. So now Luke's is one hundred and sixty nine ninety nine. The hilt only. Oh, how much? One sixty nine ninety nine for just was, the hilt. It was one. Is that the Return of the Jedi one? Although, wait, don't you know the Jason? When you bought yours, you had to buy the the actual lightsaber part separately, didn't you? Correct. You had to buy like the hilt. Months. Yep, and then you had three different choices on the length of the lightsaber, the blade, so to speak, the blade, and then I bought the carrying thing. Right. Why would they have different lengths on the lightsaber? Either okay. short or super long. Yeah. I think I got the one in the middle. Aren't you but a little I mean, short for a stormtrooper? Yeah. I mean, shouldn't they be? I guess it depends on like the if it whether it's a kid or not. Where it would probably look better if it was a shorter one, I guess. Perhaps. Or if you're like Yoda, you know, he has to have a short one. <laughs> Can you imagine if Yoda had a full lightsaber, like a, <laughs> a big lightsaber? Okay. I mean, he is a powerful Jedi, but yeah. Well, like I say, he can he can long. lift and break uh, these huge things, but he can't hold up a sword. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, it has to be proportioned to his size, at least. He can lift a ship out of the water, but he can't hold a lightsaber. I mean, <laughs> I mean, although Yoda did say size matters not. I mean, judge me by my size, do you? Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway, let's see. They're all going up. The most Ahsoka's is two hundred and forty nine ninety nine. Hers is the most expensive one. Why? 
don't know. I guess they popularity. I guess one. Well, does it have two of them? <laughs> Doesn't she have two? She did. Does. So you get both. Maybe of them? that's what it is. Maybe that's why it's so expensive. You get two of them. Let's see, Darth Maul's is only one sixty nine. But does that? But he's a but double. You would, right? you would have to buy both uh, blades. So that's like fifty. Weren't they like fifty bucks each for the blades? They were something that like that. Ridiculous. Surprised that price hasn't gone up. That's ridiculous. Should have bought them back in like twenty nineteen if you were going to buy it. Just hoard, hoard it all, hoard yeah. everything. Now they're worth way more. Well, this is that's scary news. So we're <laughs> there's talking. some scary news. I don't know what else is scary. Are we done with the Chapek story about him? Because he did say it's heresy to some fans. He did say that. Yeah, but. and he talked about how if he moves like a popcorn stand 10 feet, everybody flips out. Yeah. I don't think anybody has noticed whether or not he has moved a popcorn stand 10 feet. Actually, there was an article this past week in one of the news outlets that there there's a popcorn stand gone from Tomorrowland. So That's more than uh, 10 feet if it's gone. Yeah. Unless is it ten feet? Is the door close to it? What? Is that maybe <laughs> the basement? Just find that door. <laughs> I mean, that that's an interesting point, though, because today, anything that happens, someone will complain about it. Like the cups last week at Club Cool, that seemed to be the pandemonium. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's gotten to the point where so he, of course, they don't listen, even though. There's a lot about what he's doing that I don't necessarily agree with. I also don't agree with like just every move he makes. Just you know, smash, smash it, <laughs> criticize it. Just because he did, just because he made it. I also don't believe that. Or just blowing something out of proportion like the cups. But at the same time, if we complain about everything, then when there's a legitimate complaint, like say the reservation system, they go. Oh, they're just going to complain about everything. So who cares? Let's just that's do it. Yeah, that's true too. Like so they're just like, eh. They're going to complain no matter what we do. So let's just do what we want. And instead of, you know, at least having a voice to say when we complain about the things that really matter, they might listen to us. But now they don't. I'm trying to figure out what he means by when you you have confidence that when you go in the park, it's not going to be overcrowded because the crowds that I'm still seeing. Doesn't feel much different to me. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I didn't feel any different than when there was not a reservation system. Although when you see the numbers, you know, like that report, like they're way down. Overall attendance for the year. Yeah. So, But where that's being affected the most is during the busiest times of the year when they would usually have more people, right? According to what he's saying, because it would help keep it from being sold out or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, what's the difference between getting showing up and finding that it's closed due to capacity? I mean, all he's really saying is this way, you know, ahead of time that it's closed due to capacity because you're just changing the capacity to what you wanted to be. It's still closing due to capacity if you don't have any reservations available. I know, which frequently ha- it happens way more often now than it did. Right. It's yeah. just happened way more often than when it closed for actual capacity. Well, I mean, it's. It's closed. Half of them are closed. You can usually get into like Epcot or, in the worst case, Animal Kingdom. Yeah, usually right. those two. But so, it's been admitted, it, not, maybe not publicly by Chapik, but insiders have confirmed this, that they intentionally will say that parks are sold out to try to drive people to a different park, even if yeah. they aren't. 
Right. And then they'll add some well, more to it later, which I've seen I, happen. Yeah. Well, uh, they'll we'll say it's sold out, but it's because they've reached whatever number they wanted it to be. Or mean, no, they're, they're, they've got it where they're balanced and they're like, mm, we want more people to go to Animal Kingdom. So we'll just mark everything else is sold out until more people sign up for Animal Kingdom and then we'll release yeah. more. That would not surprise me. Well, like, so I had friends go in July. This I mentioned this before. They didn't make park reservations. So once I found that out, I tried to make some for them. Magic Kingdom was the only one that was sold out that I couldn't get them in on the same day as us. So what happens when that family of Seattle <laughs> goes with their friends and from Denver and they can't get the same park day because one is sold out like that? Now I checked every two, you know, every five minutes for the for two hours, and finally got a Magic Kingdom for them. But most people aren't going to do that, right? I mean, when we have control. So I mean, this is way more complicated than it used to be. So why is this better? You send them the Universal. That's what you do. Yeah, I mean, that's I was gonna say you were you were supposed to follow that up with you never have control. That's the illusion. That's what you were supposed to say right there when I said that. Oh, sorry, I missed your cue. Sorry. (laughs) More Jurassic Park lines, which again is universal. So therefore, yeah, that's what they do. They just go to Universal. I could just say control is an illusion, you infantile egomaniac. Nobody knows what's going to happen next. Here's an idea: open a fifth gate. That would spread the crowd. Honestly, I really don't. I really don't want that at this point. Well, yeah, because it would be terrible. Well, think about it. I mean, you're going to have to have at least five park days devoted just to go to each of them because you can't hop until after two. Yeah. That's another thing. That doesn't make sense. Because it's all about controlling who's where, like you just said. Yeah. So that's all they want. And they're trying to sell it to, to us as, Oh, this is better. Like this is, you know, it's not going to be overcrowded and blah, blah, what blah. What would be the bridge too far? We need to decide right now. I think the bridge too far <laughs> is when I have to have a reservation to get into baseline. <laughs> I don't. Th- okay. I think you're safe there. I don't think you're going to have to have a reservation to get into bars. Virtual queue for baseline. That might be yeah. the bridge too far. Individual lightning lane. Is that your okay, breaking yeah, point? I yeah, I guess that would that would definitely be too far for me too. What are they charged yeah. for the Skyliner? Yeah, and it's variable pricing based on season. Unless you're staying, unless you're staying at you know Riviera. If you're staying on the Skyliner line, like or Caribbean Beach, but then for like Art of Animation and Pop Century, you still have to pay a bit of an upcharge because you know, <laughs> right? Values. Yeah, that would be a bridge too far. Yeah, if you start charging for the buses and monorails, I mean, what that is kind of like is that next? Like, mm. it's still complimentary transportation. Like, yeah, I don't think transportation. For how long? I don't see transportation getting charged for mm-hmm. well have you seen who's in charge um it's a scary scary halloween then again they charge you to park at a resort that you reserved to stay there so yeah. well, what if it's like you get a alert on your app to say there's only two seats left on this bus you <laughs> can reserve them now for 15 dollars each <laughs> i mean uh, well you know hopefully it wouldn't get to that point I don't doubt it. I I I won't count it out. Yeah. Do you want the Moana Skyliner car? We'll hold it for you. You Get a certain one. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You want Chewie and the Porgs? How about charging for for the monorail? Yeah, that would be a problem. 
<laughs> like you want to ride in the front? Fifty. I'd pay. I'd pay fifteen bucks per. Like I would. Minute. I would pay for the chance of an absolute and certain death. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think they have a good system now where they won't crash just, anymore. Yeah. Hopefully, that was a very that was a freakish thing. They're still not letting anybody ride up front though because of the liability. I guarantee you, you can't even buy your way into that liability. <laughs> I know, but I would pay. Like, I'd sign a waiver if I had to. Right. The monorail so dangerous. You have to sign a waiver. <laughs> well, it was. Now it's not. Anyway. You say was, like you, like you know, the machines. Yes. So here's a scary story for John. This is going to scare you. Is it going to scare me? Go ahead. Blizzard Beach has added IP. Yeah, I know, right? There's a, now a frozen section. You know what? Area. If there was ever IP that it was appropriate, though, <laughs> you know what I mean? It would make they actually sense. put it in a. They actually put it in a place where it makes sense for once. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was just wondering. Blizzard Beach has frozen. Okay, so you're not scared. I got to be honest, I'm not as bad on that one as I have been some other things. And it's only the Tykes Peak play area. And they've added like some Anna and Elsa, like as kids, as well as Olaf. This at least somewhat explains why it was taking them so long to reopen. <laughs> right. I mean, wait, this didn't take five years? To add no, no, Olaf? no. How long has it been since it was closed? <laughs> it's been closed since the pandemic, though, I think. So it might have... This probably is not every, you know, the the whole reason. Right. So they put three statues in there. So um, it's going to take <laughs> seven months. Two, two years. <laughs> anyway. Are we ever going to go to these water parks? We've never been. I've never been. I've been I've to, only been to one of them. John, you've been, been to both, while. right? Yeah, I've been to both. I've only been to Typhoon Lagoon. The last time that I went to one, it was Typhoon Lagoon, and it was also the year. 2009, 10? Well, technically, we played golf at the Winter Summerland one. So we were yeah. almost, yeah. Oh, te- technically, we were very close to Blizzard Beach, but haven't been in there. I'm not a huge my, water park guy. I don't know. My opinion is that overall, Typhoon Lagoon is better. Yeah. But it's pretty cool doing Summit Plummet over at Blizzard Beach, you know. Oof, having yeah. that free fall or that free slide of that, 120 feet, yeah. I think it is. Yeah, it's a long one. Pretty much straight down. That's, That's an interesting experience. People have been people have been known to either like have massive wedgies or even sometimes their clothing fall off. I mean, or fly off. Oh. That what happened to you? <laughs> no. <laughs> Yikes! That'd be scary. I tell you what. As far as water slides go, the Pelican Plunge on Castaway Key. Whenever I first did that, and it was the side that, like, the one that's totally enclosed, like this in the dark, yep. that one, I, I don't know what it was about it, but whenever I went down that one, man, I, that tore me a new one. I don't know. I mean, that was, I got off of that, and I was like, God, I feel like I've been violated. <laughs> You've mentioned that before. Oh, did I say it on the show? Pretty much the same quote. Close to it. I'm sure it was a long time ago. Yeah. It had to have been. Oh. Fantasmic. It's coming. We knew it was coming back November third, but they're not offering the dining until November twenty sixth or something. What was the date? Well, uh, those people on November third are going to be very hungry. Well, they're not. <laughs> they're not offering the dining package. <laughs> like no Two more dining. No more dining at the studios. So, in other words, I don't know the date. I can't. I don't have it in front of me. But you can't reserve your spot. You have to wait in line for a whole month until you 
And well, we already know Jason doesn't do that. <laughs> um, that was a quote he said at least once upon a time. I would give it a shot. So next time I go to Disney, I would I would want to go see it. I would want to make some time. Yeah. Uh, if not, you know, go there, then for sure try to get a standard view high room out of my uh, Riviera home resort and watch it from there. There you go. Or watch it if you get a, the right standard view room on the uh, Grand Destino Tower. You got a great view into Hollywood Studios for Fantasmic. I can say I want to I want to uh, purchase the Tower of Terror Fantasmic package. Mm, from the Tip Top Club. Yeah. All right. Of all the places inside the park that they could do a room, wouldn't that be really cool to have a room actually in the Hollywood Tower Hotel? Yeah. If they have the suite at the castle, why don't they have a suite at the Tower of Terror? I'll well, have one in each park in some place, you know. Tower of Terror would be my choice for the studios. You wouldn't hear the screams at night. So where would you put the in park room at Epcot? So I've actually got a couple of places I could turn into rooms if you wanted to. At the in the Guardians building. Just kidding. I'd say well, when you put it with uh, imagination, you know, so that you can sleep with Dreamfinder. And- I was actually going to think that that wouldn't be a bad idea to convert that upstairs to maybe a, a suite or some kind. Mm-hmm. No, would that you be an idea? But then they would take away the DVC lounge. Okay, well, the one that has probably the best overall view would be like if you could put a room at the top of the American Adventure. <laughs> I mean, let's get uh, Adam's well, review of the DVC lounge again. Uh, how was how was your experience? <laughs> I was there for thirty eight seconds. <laughs> And then they evacuated us from the building. So they could they could have a room in each country. They could. That would be cool. A dream suite at each country. Yeah, I mean they could have more at Epcot that way, right? I mean the American Adventure window is Club Thirty Three now, where they used to have. Oh, okay. It used to be the Chase Lounge many moons ago, and now it's Club Thirty Three. So they'll have to come up with something else for America. You could do it in Spaceship Earth. Why can't you like sleep in the one of the scenes? Is there a scene that has a bed? <laughs> you can have a bedroom just above uh, La Cava in Mexico. Oh, yeah. Are we sleeping in Animal Kingdom? There's those stairs. That oh, at Animal Kingdom. Tree of Life. Oh, Everest. Why not? We'll be in there. you right there with the Yeti. <laughs> I don't know. So you wake There's up. There's a sleep. lot of open space <laughs> where Primeval World was if you wanted to sleep there. <laughs> yeah, you could create a whole a hotel there. Have a campground out there. They That'd be to. fun. You could have like a floating room in the in Pandora <laughs> with the mountains. <laughs> Out in the safari with the lions. Ah, yes. Have the lion sweep. It's like at your own risk. The lion sleeps tonight. The Awimaway sweep. Ah. Awimaway. 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 Hopefully the lion sleeps tonight. <laughs> yes. Well, lions usually are only awake at night. So. <laughs> Actually, yes, yeah, the other way Sorry around. about that. You have to sign a waiver for that one, too. Why couldn't you do a tree of life thing though up in the top? Well, the I, that was another one I thought about. A tree house, like a tree villa. house, a tree house villa. The ultimate tree house. Yeah, Jason, you're, you're DVC. You're gonna try and grab one of those one day. Let's tree do house it. villa. That would be good. You can hold how many people in those? Like twelve. <laughs> I'm used to say it said nine adults, but I think you can fit more if you have whatever kids. Whatever. Here's some of the changes to Fantasmic, though. I wanted to run this by you guys, so. According to Disney, what they've said about it, there's a high-energy Aladdin chase with stunts never before seen on the Fantasmic stage. Hmm. A powerful scene with Elsa set to the song Show Yourself. Okay. And then stirring moments with Pocahontas, Moana, and Mulan. Hmm. Sounds wonderful. 
didn't take away Pocahontas. They just changed Pocahontas, I'm guessing. Probably. There's, no, there's probably no, no more dig and dig <laughs> and diggity dig. Yeah. No more, no more. What was that villain's name anyway? I can't even remember. Do you remember his name? Uh, Shoot. John Radcliffe. Governor John Radcliffe. Ah, yeah. yes. Anyway. Such a scary villain name. I wonder if the Aladdin chase scene, though, is going to be like the Agrabah kind of one jump. Yeah, it's got to be if it's got a chasing. That's the only chasing there is. But it, yeah, it was stunts, so it kind of makes me think like they're combining the Indiana Jones stunt show kind of. Eh. You know what I mean? Like something they'll, like that. They'll do a couple of things, probably similar to what you see on, say, the stage show for that scene, probably something along those lines. It wouldn't surprise me, though, if they use the same Indiana Jones stunt show choreography on it with the same actors so it save money. <laughs> Just have them just like at nighttime, Indiana Jones yeah. stunt spectacular yeah. is over. So head on over to Phantasmic. Exactly. Yeah, they just changed the music and that's it. Same choreography and everything. Done. Accidentally go do 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 do. Right. Oops, wrong <laughs> wrong music. Sorry about that. And carry them out in a basket. <laughs> but I agree. I would go see this at least to see the new show. I mean, why not? I would go see it once. What the heck? I, I would might would give it a try. It's not something I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> overly excited that's coming back. I mean, I, I I've seen it before. Well, the the original I'd seen before. Here's another scary story. There's a scram around the broken fountain at Disney Springs in front of the Lime Garage. So what are we? 2026 when we get the new fountain? The broken fountain. You don't remember? How did, that? How did it break? Was it the know. was it the surfer guy? It could have been. Maybe he was. He broke it. Could have been. What's the over under? Twenty twenty six. We get a new fountain. I'll go under. Oh, okay. Well, that's a safe bet. <laughs> I think we'll get a new fountain by end of next year. End of next year. I'm going under from that too. <laughs> so here's a story that uh, is scary for Disney. I guess okay. demand for Galactic Star Cruiser. I'm glad falling. you brought this up. Yes. Yeah. And it says Disney's giving away rooms for publicity. Okay, but we have a podcast, Disney. Hey, Bob, don't ignore this quote back here. I need a, I need a Deadpool mask on right now so I can go. Give us a room. Yeah, are you shocked? No, but why haven't we gotten one if they're giving them away? Yeah. I'll take it. Wouldn't you? I would, absolutely. All you're going to have to do is send this episode directly to Bob Chapik. I just want the Grand Captain suite is all. Yeah. Now that we would we would talk about it and give a great review. Okay. So I just want to I just want to point out that we are recording this on October the twenty sixth, yeah. and there is availability for the sailing that leaves tomorrow. Oh yeah. There's availability on the sailing that leaves Saturday. Yeah. Disney, you're listening. <laughs> I'll take one of those cruises. And if you look forward into next year, Jason, you will see that absolutely every date is open, save the ones that we pretty sure are our special event in May. Yeah. Every other date has availability every month for 2023 for something that in the first, what, three months had none. Yeah. Something like well, that. Uh, yeah. But what is there to go back for? Like, what's the... I don't know. The hype died down awfully fast. Right. Which is no, what we anticipated, was it not? Right. I mean, Looking at the website, and they got a picture of a family playing some Star Wars card game in the room. And based fun. on everything I've read, you don't spend any time in that room. 
right? Yeah, right. So, sleep. They gave you too much to do. <laughs> yeah, you're worn out after those two days. Is what I hear. That's the one problem you don't typically have on a actual cruise is being worn out when it's set all said and done with. So here's a question: What would our backstory be if we're if we get invited on this cruise? What is your character? Are we intergalactic radio hosts? I don't know what what would it be. I'm not as creative as Lynn, apparently. So, what would your Star Wars name be? I'm gonna be the bounty hunter that was like Matlock, though, that always seemed to end up picking the people that were innocent. So, I was, I will always get the bounties, and then I will go try to prove their innocence. And there will always be a smoking gun at the end that, yep, it wasn't them; it was someone else. And I, I I'll, I'll actually be saving people, and then at the end, I, I shoot the guy that's really did it that really did the bad thing so it's like ah. matlock bounty hunter i like it i might even pull a little columbo in and bring a cigar in to chew on the whole time too. <laughs> a death stick you chew mm-hmm. on a death stick <laughs> you don't want to sell me death sticks exactly you want to go home and rethink your life yeah exactly i have no idea a scruffy looking nerf herder uh, who's scruffy looking you are. And whatever a nerf herder is, all I can think of is somebody with a staff like herding nerf balls or something like nerf. Oh. Yeah. Nerf all toys. Right. <laughs> there is hotel discount in the early part of the year and there's Florida resident discounts. Anybody going to Disney World? I would love to go. I'm still look I have some stuff on wait list for early December for the every ride weekend to see if I oh, can yeah. get in. Okay. No, do you have on wait list? If I could get Either Riviera or Bay Lake Tower. The main reason I've got Bay Lake Tower on wait list is if I'm going to run the challenge, I feel like having Bay Lake Tower is the most advantageous place to stay. Very much so. If I had one at Bay Lake Tower, I, I may be willing to share with other challenge runners some magic bands. willing to share, I be. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, that's not what he meant. He'll be he'll be willing to charge and make an upcharge for <laughs> other challenge runners. <laughs> it's gonna get the, it's gonna make the uh, security guard a little uh, suspicious when seven cars in a row pull in all and every time they scan it, it's me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, Hello, Jason. Yeah. Hi, Jason. Yeah, I've well, just been there, looping Jason. around. <laughs> Yeah, different car every time. Different people. When I was visiting you that time at Riviera, you put me on the reservation, right? And I—that's why. So I tried to check in with my magic band, and uh, they wouldn't let me in. Well, I mean, you they know, did eventually, but you know what I mean. It's been quite some time ago, but I've actually driven up there before and said, "Hey, we just want to check out the resort," and they let us in. And they will still do that occasionally, I'm sure. Depends on where. <laughs> now, this was a decade ago whenever I think I tried that one last. Just saying, it, it depends on where you're going. There were a lot more lacks back then. Let's put it that way. Yeah. You can't do that at, say, contemporary if you're just showing up. I'm like you used to could say, I don't know, go to other resorts' pools. But then that became a problem. Because especially when everybody went to yep. uh, Storm Alone. Yep, because people will... Take advantage. Oh, so this is the one we missed from last week that was scary. 
they again the headlines made it seem like the Epcot harmonious barges blew up. Oh yeah, land. I forgot. In all actuality, it was a barge that wasn't part of the main. Like it wasn't one of the main ones that had screens or. It was the fireworks launching area that caught fire. Yeah, some of the angles that people posted online made it seem like it, and of course the headline grabbers, clickbaiters, were quick to post uh, misleading headlines on that one. Of course, <laughs> I've just about got to the point where if you have a news story, I don't even think you're getting the whole story, not even with the most anything. <laughs> right. Just about. Well, that's the thing is every single day we know if there's anything that happens. Like before drunk lady who got escorted out, for example, we would have never known that, but that happens like every day. It happens every day. (laughs) But it's just now it's caught on video more. Well, I think it probably happened frequently back then, but this just wasn't reported on as often. Just like most things. Right. And now, like, okay, a fireworks thing gets caught on fire. A couple of people might have a home video of it that you might see five years from now, but now it's, like, on Twitter within minutes. People are I just remember that time that the monorail caught on fire. I do remember that. Well, I remember, like, seeing there was, like, a photograph, a little black and white photo of it, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's all I remember. That's back when they still permitted smoking, I think. Or something Probably. like that. Just put your cigarette butts out the window. Yeah, Maybe. something like that. <laughs> Elton John's final concert is going to be streamed live on Disney Plus. Really? His final North America nice. show, I should say. November 20th. You know, that was one that I kind of wanted to see live, but every time I looked for his tickets, he was super expensive. Understandable. So it's also his farewell tour. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, just before it was his farewell tour, he was super expensive. His his shows were for whatever reason. He has expensive taste. I mean, look at all those uh, uh, jackets he wears. I really would have liked to have done way back in the day, if I had thought about it, was the um, the Billy Joel, Elton John, whenever they toured together. That would have been good, yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of then scary, let's move on to something that's not a new story for a minute. What is the scariest villain Ever Disney, Disney villain? Movie. Yeah. Hmm. Let's see. More like when you were a kid too, like for me, okay. I was terrified of the witch and uh, Snow White. Really? Yeah. I don't think I, I ever remember being truly scared of any of the Disney villains. I was terrified of her. I mean, while I was still in a Disney park, I guess the alien would have counted, right? From from aliens. Oh, uh, you're talking about in the parks? Yeah, I mean, because it was in. Uh, great movie ride it's like yeah when i was there that was the scariest one for me as a kid that was pretty scary but as far as true actual disney villains who would i think is probably the most like the scariest one like the most villainous a lot of people say shun Yu from mulan i tell you one that i kind of always thought was a little bit creepy because of (laughs) because of what his subject matter was what's the villain from uh the hunchback of notre dame and basically that oh. basically that yeah. song that he sings about lusting after uh, yes yeah, basically yeah. that song he sings about lusting after uh gosh what's what's uh, Demi Moore's character's name again okay you don't know what I'm talking about Adam you're looking like you're shocked yeah it's been a while since I've heard <laughs> that's that that's pretty creepy especially since yeah. he's a priest right well but yeah i mean the lyrics to that song though it's called hellfire as a matter of yeah. fact if i'm not mistaken 
Dang. Have to, you have to go and look that one up. It's a little creepy. <laughs> okay. Moving on. I always thought Shere Khan was kind of scary too when I was a kid. Yeah. What's it? What is it? What is it with, uh, I guess, the big cats and the Disney that they have to have very sophisticated or British sounding voices? <laughs> the, well, Star the, Wars had the same. Like the Star Wars thing, right? Right. I mean, colonizer <clears throat> makes sense. Scar. Yeah. Scar was scary. I'm just trying to think of I one really that would be truly scary, though. I don't know. Like Ursula crossed my mind because at the time period she would be pretty scary, right? Yeah, I remember as a kid not liking the villains at all. Like when I was little, little. Really? Yeah, it was. There was parts of the movie I would have to avert because of it. Uh, Ursula was probably one of them. Now, do we? Is this going to have to be animated, or can it be? Yeah, it could be any Disney. Could do product. Marvel. You could do Star Wars. Molaron. <laughs> scary? Not really. I don't really. Cons- I'm gonna say out. Davy yeah. Jones, Captain Barbosa, yeah. Blackbeard, Bootstrap Bill Turner. Is he really a villain? No. Well, they like pirates. They change sides like every four seconds. So right. it's hard to keep track of who's who's a good guy and who's a bad guy. Wasn't uh, which movie was Paul McCartney? Yes, he was in um, the last one, I think. Stranger Time? No. Was it the last of the first three? Or no? No, it was no. It was Stranger Ties he was in. Because it was that point when Jack was about to go off to be executed when he ran and encountered him at the prison. Yeah, he was in prison. So that was Stranger Times. Anyway. It was Stranger Times. That's hilarious. Captain Hook, would he be considered a scary villain? I heard... I was more scared of the crocodile. <laughs> never, I learned never to smile at one through Peter Pan. Yeah, exactly. Which movie is it that Bob Chapek's in? <laughs> the one we're living right now. <laughs> That's pretty scary. Yeah. What about um rides? Has any of the rides ever scared you? Not Disney rides, I don't really think. Not really. Again, the closest thing is that scene from the great movie ride when I was 10, when it had the aliens in it, because I was already, I had already been freaked out by the aliens movie once before at that age. So, so that one, that one kept me up at night that night. Space Mountain ever scare you or? No. Haunted Mansion. No. You know what should be the scariest ride at Disney World? (laughs) Living with the land. I thought he was going to say small world for a minute there. Why? Well, Why? it really should be, because it's talking about how we have to innovate to continue oh, to grow day. food while we destroy our world. Basically, yeah, yeah. So that's really the scary. It's actually the scariest <laughs> ride of this world because it's too real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, well, here at Walt Disney World, we're feeding all of you lazy, yeah, good for nothing tourists with all of this innovation. Just like we have to do all around the world. <laughs> For the last 40 years. Uh, yeah. Yeah, or that part at the end of the Kilimanjaro safaris where they just tell you about how all the animals are dying. <laughs> You're like, no, they're just like every animal endangered. here is yeah. more or less endangered. And it's all your fault. Right. 
I think for me and Adam in our challenge run, the scariest ride right, would have been. Yes. Playful spooks have interrupted yeah. your tour. For like, yeah, 30 minutes. Anyway, we got, we walked in at 1130 and we didn't walk out until like 1157. <laughs> <laughs> and that's true. It was 1130 when we walked wow. into, into Haunted Mansion stretching room. I would say for some Tower of Terror could potentially be scary. I mean, shoot, it scares me. It does. <laughs> no, I just don't enjoy it anymore. So that's it. Mm-hmm. Frozen. All right, what's your other what's your other Frozen questions? Do you got any more? I was going to say well, I was going to ask like about the villains which is the questions about villains like trivia villains trivia. Well, no, but it's like, which villain is, would you most, what's the best villain? I don't know. Maybe that's the best villain. Which villain, if you had to pick to be a Disney villain, who do you most relate with? Who do you want to be? Gaston. I've taken one of those quizzes before. Which, Oh, I want to be Gaston. Oh, is he, do you want to be Gaston? No. Oh, Okay. I thought that's what you were saying. Yeah, I was, but I, not, not really. I believe the part about eating six dozen eggs or whatever, but uh, <laughs> you can yeah. definitely do that because they eventually grow into chickens. So they would be chicken tenders if it had been. So that's what you wait on. <laughs> yes, chicken tenders. <laughs> Indeed. Adam would just say, I ate six dozen chicken tenders. <clears throat> doesn't have quite the same ring to it. Well, if you were Jafar, you could have phenomenal cosmic power. And an itty bitty lemon's face. Right. Um, who would be my? I don't know why I've. I mean, who would be your villain yeah, spirit your animal? Villain spirit animal. I don't know. I don't know. I've had several in the past. I've always liked Scar. Yeah. That sounds right. Scar. Yeah, I have always liked Scar. That's one of the ones I've always liked course you know if you're counting disney now i mean it would be darth vader it'd be a good one bob chambers like darth <laughs> i mean you'd be rich well i mean because they didn't always have lucas is what i was saying so i wouldn't have. Oh. so darth is always a good always a choice you know james earl jones talking i like good voices obviously yeah, that's, that's what it sounds like i like unique voices gosh i mean there's tons of villains over the years that i could not and then, and the some of the more recent movies that like they're not are they actually villains? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like they don't really have villains. Well, like right, complicated like Bruno. Yeah, they have complicated, complicated characters, but aren't so really villains. Did you just talk about Bruno? Oh shoot, I did. Sorry, we're not supposed, supposed to say that. Sorry about that. Still, it's been like a year Oops. since that movie came out. It's coming up anyway. When I wanted to end on, I guess, not villain related. This is something else. Did Mr. you guys see uh, Mickey View's latest video? I try not to. I did not see it yet. What was it about? Tell me, Tell me more. He has sort of a theory of why they're doing what they're doing, why Chapik's doing what they're doing, and why he doesn't. Oh, I've seen this, and I've seen this in his Twitter posts. So I didn't see yeah. the video, but I think well, I he know doesn't what this completely is about, so blame Chapik. Because 
he's going back to Iger and the acquisition of 20th Century Fox for the, what was it, $54 billion? What was it? 55 what was it? $60 billion? I forgot now. It was a giant number. $70 billion. $74 billion, right? $70 billion? Wasn't it? it almost sounds- Seventy million I billion. It sounds like you're making it up now. It's like, yes, I want a bajillion, bajillion dollars. Right, right. That kind of money doesn't even exist. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he was saying that. Okay, so Chapik is doing his best to pay down some of that debt because is that what their, it is? Their debt went way up when they acquired it. Of course. Because, Where is he getting this info? Well, he has you know charts and whatever graphs of yes when <laughs> yes i'm sure i'm sure he went into in-depth research on this but it's it's an inter- it's an interesting thought that? though like what do we think that Iger has a lot of the blame and then he of course just jumped ship when he saw the sign of okay the pandemic's coming this isn't going to go well uh, my latest acquisition because well, universal jacked the price of that up too which is why i can't remember how much it was jacked the price of what up uh, you remember they made a bid and made Disney have to go higher. Oh yeah, it was um, like seventy-four billion or something. Was it for Twentieth Century Fox? I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so Iger was dead set on doing that, regardless. And so, what have they really made from that? What I have no doubt in my mind because I've said it before that Iger did everything he possibly could to make sure that he looked good. Yeah. And so he jumped out of the way and now Chapek's dealing with that and trying to and that's why Disney's not investing in anything especially parks wise because mm-hmm. they've got all this debt they've got trying to figure out what to do with and Josh Morrow has been given a free pass off of it yeah why I don't know I mean Chapek if I were in Chapek's position I would be like okay go ahead and aim all the negative at me I don't really care <laughs> you know I was doing if, if if Josh tomorrow shows up for Halloween, he he doesn't need to pay for the uh, the big candy. See, there you go. The king size. Jason is willing to give him the king size, just because he's handsome. <laughs> Free candy for Josh tomorrow. See, he's, this... his, it's because Josh uh, is his spell is working. Mm-hmm. Or does he think Josh will give us that Star Cruiser? <laughs> <laughs> I want the free Star Cruiser. Yeah, here's a king size Snickers. That's what I want. Give us a uh, Star Cruiser, Josh. Tomorrow, it's a fair trade. Yeah, Josh tomorrow. All right. Well, I mean, I just—it's an interesting thought. So I was just curious what you guys thought about that. Meh. You don't believe it? You don't buy it? Anything is possible. The fact that they spent seventy-four billion or had to do something. I do think it has a factor, although there's another way to get out of that, and that's use the IP to right. make money. Which well, he mentioned really. something about they've paid down to somewhere in the $40 billion range. So Where is he getting that excess? I don't know. To those numbers I, is my I question. Watch the video and see. I'm just curious. Like, he explains it in the video and you just don't remember? I mean, what are you trying to say? I've only watched it once. <laughs> oh, I don't remember. I've watched it zero times. <laughs> Anyway, just it's an interesting thought that it's like, okay, well, Disney's kind of stuck right now because of the, because of that. I think that's what somebody who's trying to give him a pass would say. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but we're trying to make him trying to give a understanding, like you know, trying to give some sort of understanding to it. But even let's just say that that is the case that they 
got in too deep or whatever. Yeah. Them trying to pass it off onto the consumer is only going to work for so long. Yeah. Before people are fed up. It's still a t- poor long term strategy. <laughs> Either way. Why haven't they sold off pieces of this? Then I'm wondering. They yeah. Why not break it up it. again? Because they spent all that money to acquire it and they don't want to. Yeah. Well, I, I, think of it this way. Obviously, some of those products aren't exactly tearing it up in the, like, say, in the uh, movie realm or what have you. Must not be. No. Not like they had hoped. Probably not. Or charging things like for the Star Cruiser the way they did, because that product was also one that they purchased. Yeah. Trying to make money off of that. And things like Play Pavilion, they they had invested something in because they were doing work on it. You could tell. Mm-hmm. And now they've abandoned that project, apparently. So they're so wasting they, money yeah. there. A lot of these are stuff that they can afford to put to the side and not be concerned with it right now, truthfully. Yes, but, I mean, if the point was to redo Epcot, they've cut like, that project in half. At this point, who knows when Spaceship Earth will be upgraded or whatever they were going to do. Probably never. Oh, it'll happen at some point. Why would they why would they why would they need to update it? It's not like they announced <laughs> yeah, they were going they to this concept art and a date even back then, didn't they? Yeah, did they? I don't know. I think it was close. They had a date for when it was going to close right. to yeah. start. Yeah, they never did. Yeah. So yeah. It's a great big beautiful and more expensive tomorrow. Says Justin Morrow. So people vacationing there will probably still continue to pay it. From Seattle. Some people will probably rethink it. Right. I'll be interested to see how 2023 starts out. Let's put it that way. Probably just fine. Yeah. How often does that family from Seattle now, apparently, they've moved from Denver to Seattle... (laughs) <laughs> how often do they wasn't rainy enough in Denver it was right. just cold how often do they go on their trip and go visit Animal Kingdom three times and then Epcot because the other Magic Kingdom is sold out you know but before if they went during Christmas day they would have had to go to Animal Kingdom instead of Magic Kingdom but otherwise they'd be fine Okay, has Animal Kingdom ever closed? I doubt capacity? it. I doubt it too. That park is gigantic. It has a much I can, Yeah, but I, you say it's gigantic, but there's a very large portion of it that has animals. <laughs> People well, can't go. So I mean, there's still a lot of walking space in that park. I was like, you can't walk into the uh, safari. <laughs> so no, but still, I think Epcot has probably closed a time or two because of. New Year's Eve. Yeah, typically New Year's Eve it might have. It'd be that would be literally the only day of the year. Like I can't imagine it closing any other day for that. I bet Hollywood Studios after with all the stuff it's got now has probably closed for capacity at this point. You think so? I haven't really noticed. Yeah, I'm trying to think, has it ever though? It probably won't now because you have the reservation right. systems. So it's it never needed to before Galaxy's Edge or whatever. Yeah, Galaxy's <laughs> Edge. Well, how big of a difference is Galaxy's Edge between three years ago? now when it was open oh yeah we needed to revisit that already at disneyland they added in like mando no not mando they added in like boba or whatever and yeah fennec Fennec. there's actually characters okay yeah yeah then they're gonna add mando right but why aren't they doing that here where are the droids 
Yeah, the roaming droids. Nowhere. Yes. Where's a restaurant? Remember, at one point early on, they were going to have an actual restaurant, restaurant, sit down. But they basically moved that. To the you don't kill the, uh, the Pop Rocks at Oga's? No. <laughs> I think the luster of a lot of the things people were looking forward to initially were off pretty fast, kind of like the Star Cruiser. <laughs> Like there was a lot of people that's like, oh, this would be a cool thing to do and everything, and then they've done it, and then they or they or they look at the price tag and it's like, ugh, I can't justify this. It was one of two things. So, yeah. All right. Well, that's all I have for the show. I think we'll wrap it up there. If nobody else has, let's do more. that. Let's wrap it right on up. Where can we be found, John? Well, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That is all at TWTM Podcast. You can go to our Spreadshirt store in which you can buy our exclusive TWTM merchandise. That is shop.spreadshirt.com slash TWTM podcast. And of course, we have a YouTube channel as well in which you can find links to all these things. Where at them? On our website, travelingwiththemouse.com. And you can email us podcast at travelingwiththemouse.com. And if you want to have help planning your Disney or Universal or Cruise Line vacation, you can do so by reaching out to our travel agent friend, Jill Dilbeck, jilldilbeck at gmail.com. So this is a very scary ending to this episode. If you could see what I see, which is... Maybe they can. For John and Jason, my name is Adam. This has been Traveling with a Mouse, and we shall see you on our next trip. Don't forget your death certificate.